This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing, which, let's face it, you do, tell a friend. You can listen to us all sorts of places. A couple of them would be iTunes or AllisonRosen.com. This show is sponsored by NatureBox. Order great-tasting, healthy snacks right to your door. Forget the vending machine and get in shape for summer with healthy, delicious treats like everything bagel sticks. Support this podcast and get 50% off your first month. Go to NatureBox.com slash Allison. That's NatureBox.com slash Allison. Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison. Hello, my little jelly beans. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. We are all here. Hello, Gary. Hey, Allison. Hello, Matt. What up? Hello, Chris. Hey, Booby. Hello, Jenna. Hello. And hello, Kaylin. Hello. So, a lot of people probably know I'm going through some sad days because my poor little Oliver, who was like Daniel and my baby, died. And I will go into those details. But I do have to say, it is nice to be around all of you guys. Like, I, there's just in the days since this has happened there I have moments where I just feel slightly more okay than others and I feel more okay now so thank you guys for being here and I did miss everyone while we were away um and like time because of of the crazy events for me at least time has gotten all sort of distorted and it feels like I've been away like it felt like longer than a week um and then some things feel faster and so anyway um Daniel, my husband, is going to be the guest on the Monday show, and I think we'll really go into more of the details of everything. So my intention at this point is to not go, not spend that that much time on it because I did tell the whole story on the Adam Carolla show, so I don't want it to be like this sad story that I'm telling over and over and over again for the listeners. But I will say a little bit for the listeners who might who this is the first time they're hearing this who either don't so daniel and i have both been tweeting about it and it was on instagram and facebook and all those things and then like i said i mentioned it or not mentioned it i told the whole story on the adam Kroll show i'll just give the short version which is daniel and i went away on our honeymoon um first of all our honeymoon was already doomed in many ways because there was going to be a hurricane everyone oh, said no. don't look at you know we were like should we go to the caribbean like don't go to the caribbean because uh, of hurricanes so we decided to go to hawaii it was like the first hurricane scheduled to hit hawaii <laughs> in 20 days so that came then people were suggesting we reschedule go somewhere else but we were like i just feel like so often they say um you know a weather calamity is going to happen and then it kind of passes and it actually passed in retrospect i wish it hadn't because then i still would have been here but um we went to hawaii the first day i got just crazy like a sick i was gonna say sick as a dog i don't know if that's the appropriate uh analogy anymore but so so sick and there was this my arm just was like itching something fierce and i looked and I think I had talked about how one of the vaccinations I got really hurt and my arm was all bruised, yeah. but the chickenpox one was fine. Well, now where the chickenpox one was, there was this like three-inch, just raised, itchy, red. It looked almost like a big keloid or something. It was super nasty, and I got really sick the first day. And based on the timing, I'm pretty sure that was a reaction to the chickenpox vaccine. So that was great. <laughs> but that was nothing yeah. compared to then the next night oh, no. when I got a call. 
My mom was walking Oliver. It was night. He was peeing. Uh, the neighbor's gigantic Malamute who they often let off leash even though everyone who sees has seen this has said you have to put a leash on your dog. Like there's other small dogs in the neighborhood. There's ch- children. It's just – and they're like, no, she's friendly. She's friendly. Just out of nowhere, snatched Oliver up, picked him, swung him around like a chew toy. My mom doesn't even quite remember how – how she like she doesn't know if she like kicked the dog or what she did, but she got Oliver, raced him home, took him to the vet. Um, they did surgery. They he had puncture wounds around his neck from the canines oh. going in the skin. He also had bites on his back legs, which I and when I finally saw him, one of his ears was all swollen, and I asked the doctor about that, and he said it was probably from the injury. Um, they said that he had some blood in his mouth, and they wondered if maybe he had tried to bite the dog back, which my mom was like. This is when we still thought he was going to recover. She's like, if you want to feel proud of your little guy, like he did that. And I'm like, but Daniel and I just, I just can't imagine that he actually did. I don't know when he would have a chance. So I don't know where the blood in his mouth came from. I don't think he actually bit the dog, but who knows? Um, And anyway, uh, some of the skin and muscle were like ripped away from the bone. So they did, they did surgery. At this point, they were saying they still, they still expected him to recover. So Daniel and I were, the minute we got the news, we were just bawling devastated like how could anything happen to our because he was just the sweetest dog our sweet little guy not thinking that he was gonna die some days later but then turned out that his hematocrit which is a measure of i think it's the red blood cells um was very low he was anemic and and they thought maybe he because he of late hadn't been eating that much like he would go through phases where he would throw up or he would have diarrhea or he was like very very picky with his food he was so skinny and i'd taken him to the vet before and they always checked him for worms and then they said he was okay so again lately i'd been thinking maybe i really should take him to the vet again but i felt like it's just the same thing over and over they always tell me he's okay small dogs throw up blah 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 um, he was, the, but the vet that my mom took him to was the Costa Mesa vet. So this is a different vet. So they're like, there's, you know, something's going on that to make him this anemic. And he didn't bleed that much from the injuries, but he, given the injuries, he should have bled more. Like he just didn't have that much blood. So, um, they were, st- it still looked like they were going to, he was going to stay in the hospital for two days. And then his hematocrit started dropping more. I think, I don't know if they were concerned about internal bleeding at that point or what, um, so they wanted to keep him for another day. And by the time we, la- so we flew back cause we're like, what the fuck are we doing? Like we, there's people were like, you should stay if you can at all. Enjoy the rest of your honeymoon. He's being looked after. He's going to be okay. At that point it was like the worst thing that could happen, um, was that he might, one of his legs might be, um, par- not paralyzed, but he might never fully recover use of that leg. He might have a limp because the, the nerve supply uh, that's where one of the injuries was. Okay, clearly I'm telling the whole story. <laughs> but um, And he was going to need round-the-clock care. And, I mean, I had all these plans for how it was going to go when we got back. He was going to need all this care, and we were going to need to experiment with all these different foods to try to get him to be eating more. And, I mean, just a whole bunch of things that, in the end, you know, it, he never came home. So um, we... Uh, well, by the time we landed, I was told that he was given a blood transfusion, and I called the vet in the morning, and he said that Oliver was in kidney failure, and either it was because there, he had some – he didn't think that the kidney failure was from the attack per se. I mean, the whole – it's like he was – 
he was on the edge of a cliff and the attack pushed him over. So the attack didn't cause this, but without the attack, he, there would have been more time. And um, he was in kidney failure and either the kidney failure was because the blood was because of the anemia and because of the low blood pressure, in which case the blood transfusion would fix it or the kidney problems were causing the blood problems. Like the kidneys weren't secreting a hormone, which makes the bone marrow produce blood because he wasn't producing any new blood. So he said it was like 50, 50 prognosis was guarded at best is what he said. And we were still, I was still trying to hang. I mean, I felt so devastated once I heard kidney failure, but to me, the idea that 50, 50 is like, that's not that bad. So we went and visited him and that was, so he was all bandaged up, which was so sad. And they'd shaved him and stuff. Um, And he tried to stand up when he saw us and he looked very swollen. And, um, so we spent some time with him that day, and then the next morning I called the vet, and that's when he was gonna, we were going to know. And I was just like hoping, 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 praying that the news I would get would be, good news, his kidneys have turned around. That was not the news I got. The news I got was that the BUN, which is a measure of the toxins in his blood at this point, were the, so high that their machines couldn't measure them. And he said that he doesn't normally advise this, but if it were his dog, he would put him to sleep. Because and I was you know I was like what about a kidney transplant and he said that he doesn't think that all oh, he said that Oliver had had a seizure that morning and he doesn't think that Oliver would survive the operation and he doesn't think he would survive long enough to um, find a donor and also kidney transplants in dogs are very unsuccessful and then I said um, if we took him out of the hospital or I don't know at what point in the conversation I said that but if we took him out of the hospital would he survive because I mean our dream was at least to like bring him home my brother told the story of putting their cat down in their home although people have said well if you did that then you're you're going to have these awful memories in your home sure but still that just still the idea of him spending his last days in this little metal cage in this place with all these barking dogs etc but I said, would he survive if we took him out of the hospital? And he said, I don't know. So we went down there, kind of know, I think both knowing sort of what was going to be happening. And um, when I first came in, he, he like licked us and, and you know, his, seemed excited to see us. And I was like, there's still life in this dog. I can't do this. Um, and then we took him outside because he loved the sunshine. And we put him down um, and he wagged his tail and he seemed so happy and it was like, oh, you know, look, he's, I mean, he couldn't really, he couldn't move very well and that part kills me too. Oh, cause we kept saying to the vet, is he in pain? And he's like, well, he's in pain from the attack. It's like a Tyrannosaurus picked him up. Um, <clears throat> the, he, it wasn't clear on whether the kidneys, like all of that was causing him pain or not. The seizures, I don't know if those are painful, but the attack for sure was causing, he's in pain because of that. So, but he seemed like the old Oliver for just a second outside. And then he began seizing and he had a seizure outside, which was just oh, so hard, hard to watch. Um, and I ran inside to get someone and Daniel held him as this was happening. And, um, you know, like his, his lips curled back and we saw, you know, he's like burying his teeth, not in a ferocious way, just in a, like he couldn't control his body way and like all his legs locked up and he was just drooling everywhere. And so we brought him back inside. Um, and Daniel said, say goodbye to the sun. And then like the, the nurse just started crying. We were, we, we never stopped crying once we got there, brought him back inside. And at that, he was never the same after that. I 
think that it seemed like that seizure took took it out of him. And the vet, no, the vet tech said, I said, is this from bringing him outside that he had the seizure? And the tech said, no, that's just what happens when the kidneys are in failure, when there's that many toxins in the blood. But the vet said, yes, moving him, that's what happens when you move him. Like that, he'd had a seizure that morning when they had taken a blood sample. So part one of the many, many things I'm just kicking myself about is should we not have taken him outside? We feel like it's good that we did, though, because he had that one happy moment. I also think it sounds like regardless, he was going to have another seizure anyway because the toxins were just rising so fast. And also, if moving him creates a seizure, like what – I mean, we could have taken him outside or we could have sat there for four hours while he suffered. So we came back in and we were stroking him and um, like one of his eyes wasn't really, really – at that point, if you look at photos of that, and I do have photos and video, which helps me to look at that to remember what was going on because in my head I'm like, I can't believe we put down our baby. Um, but it's like, oh, look, he was not doing well. Yeah. He looks like a old, an old dog. I and mean, he was a year and nine months. Like we'd only had him a year and a half. Like he looks old at that point. He was so – and the vet said to us, he's in a semi-lucid state. He can sort of recognize your voice. But he's – the brain can't function when there's that many toxins. So we made the decision um, to call a vet. And he's like, are you ready to let go? And I said, yeah. And he went out. He came back in with syringe. And I'm like – is there not, you know, is there not any chance, any chance at all? And he's like, and this is like, why, why did he say this? He said, I'm 95% sure. And I'm like, what's the 5%? <laughs> and he's like, well, he's an optimist. Just the funny thing is, optimist. Yeah, yeah. He's like, Oh, she's an optimist. And I'm like, no, I'm just someone who doesn't want to kill my dog. If I, if there's any chance of him surviving because he's the world to me. So, um, he said, well, I could do diagnostic tests on the kidneys. And Daniel said, how long would that take? And he's like, well, at the weekend, it would take a couple of days. The implication being your dog's not going to live a couple of days. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if you found that out, is there anything you could do? And he said, no. I'm like, okay. I think he was kept wanting us to arrive at this on our own, I guess. Um, although there is a part – I don't think this is true, but there's a part of me, just like I think when people are sick in a hospital, that's like, oh, those people – they're all bad. They don't like animals and they enjoy putting them down. Like that's one of the many distorted thoughts right. I've had. So I wonder if like legally too, like you're not allowed to say. Oh, maybe. Like 100% because that's basically saying we got to put him down. Yeah. Like it has to be your decision maybe. Yeah. I think he didn't want to say 100% because he, he was basing this off of the labs, off of his experience, off of the way Oliver was behaving, mm. not off of having done a kidney biopsy or whatever the diagnostic tests are. But – I read about juvenile kidney disease in dogs, and once I read that, be- this was before this was the day, night before. Once I read that, I really lost all hope because I'm like, oh, this fits Oliver to a T. At the same time, I don't think that a layperson can diagnose something medical from the internet because I don't, how many times have, this is it just me or everyone? But you get some weird pain or something, and you look it up on the internet, and you're like, oh my god. It's melanoma. (laughs) And then you say your goodbyes. Or I mean, it's so easy to convince yourself. But so many things like he never, you know, he was tiny. He was supposed to be between 12 and 18 pounds. He was six and a half pounds. He looked like a puppy forever. He was so skin and bones. He would he would go through phases where he would vomit or have diarrhea. I think I said that I took him to the bed. Oh, also his blood work from when he was seven months old showed that he already had increased toxins in his blood. Now, 
Our L.A. vet never said anything, though. Had he said something, I don't know what we could have done. It seems like it was just dogs that have this just don't live very long. So, like, I hang on to that. In a way, it brings me solace to think that his just his destiny was not to live on this earth that long, as opposed to my perfectly healthy dog was attacked by this beast, and that's the end of it. But... He what what I read was dogs with this disease can plateau for a while and then after there's an insult and then they rapidly decompensate. So the thing is he was okay. You know, he still would like spring around and he's he slept a lot, but it wasn't like we didn't in no way do we have a dying dog. We had a dog that still, you know, we went on walks and he was we saw him every day, so I think that we got used to the fact that he's just not as peppy as he used to be. Without, think, without really stopping and being like, he should be more peppy for his age. I kind of knew that. I knew that he should have more energy, but we just, I don't know. So um, I think that he, he was coasting. Like he was, he, the attack killed him, but he would have died young anyway. That's kind of ultimately what it is. So the vet came back in with a syringe. He's like, are you sure you're ready? And we said no, spent some more time with Oliver. Um, and then he came, then I forget if he came in, we got him and um, I won't go into this too much because I talked about the Adam Kroll show and it's awful. Yeah. I thought putting him to sleep was like, they, it's peaceful. They just inject him. That's it. Um, we, I asked what would happen. He said he would put the injection in and he would stop breathing. I said, is he going to feel different? Because I went in being like, I can't be in the room to like, I want to have my arms around him when this happened, but I want to know, is he going to feel different? He said, well, he'll stop breathing. He's like, I should also, I should warn you that sometimes the body does weird things after death. You might hear like a, a twitch or a rattle or something like that. It's, it's, it's not him. It's just his body. Put the, put the, um, the whatever it was into the IV. It was pink. And Oliver, okay, I'm not going to do the sound. Don't. Sat up and like let out these three, like basically screamed a few times, like uh, these piercing just like yelps. And Daniel was like, oh my God. And I said, oh my God. Like both of us were like, what? And was crying. And I said, this is horrifying as it happened. Um, I've tried to figure out how long it was because it, to me, like the whole thing lasted like 45 seconds. And my therapist was like, really? You know, time slows down when you're traumatized. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, maybe 10, 10 to 15. But it still was long enough for me to be like, oh my God, can we stop this? It was so, it was so weird to be inside that moment of wanting to stop it. But it's like the medicine is already going into him, but then wanting it to be fast. But want, what I'm wanting to be fast is his death. I mean, it was just, so he like yelped. And this was like a dog that seemed semi-comatose, suddenly sitting up, staring straight ahead, yelping in pain. The vet's like petting him, kind of helping to ease him down. And then, I mean, the actual like, I assume he suffered a heart attack. Like That was horrendous. The whole thing was so, I feel like I witnessed a murder, a botched execution. It was so fucking awful. Um, And then we spent a little bit of time with the body just kind of petting it. Because uh, both of us feel guilty that we didn't s- spend longer, but then I like remind Daniel we didn't. It's not like we were like, okay, see you later, little one. You know, we actually did spend more time than I would think with a dead body, but it was our dog. But he's also he was also, uh, uh, yeah. so anyway. Then we left, and then it's just been awful um, ever since. So that was that, and uh, I don't know where to go from there with that story, except that. It's just people have been so nice reaching out 
Um, I appreciate everyone's well wishes. And um, I'm still at the point where it every day is the same level of pain. Now, mm. granted, it's been at this point four days, so I think it's too soon to expect that to go away. But it's just there's so many what ifs. Like Daniel and I both feel so guilty. You can't do that, though. I know. You can't. I know. Like, like I know you say it brings you solace to think of, you know, that he, you know, he wasn't going to live a full life. Yeah. Anyways, but you can't think of, like, everything that he was just deprived of. Like, oh, he wasn't deprived of as much because, I mean, he was robbed and, either way. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, it's really just look what he did for you guys. Like, look, He did he, have an awesome mom and dad. An and awesome that's mom and nice. dad. You guys, yeah, you, you know? guys, you guys had a great year and, you he, know, a couple months and it was just. I don't know if I said this on the Adam Carolla show, but he made Daniel and me a family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did I say right. that? Like he it's so sweet. We got him. <laughs> we we got him and then a little while later Daniel proposed and he was in our wedding. And by the way, I have I'm everyone knows like I have so many um negative feelings about a lot of things about about my the way my wedding went down, which is everyone's behavior and I mean not uh, no regrets about my wedding or my husband, but just the actual ceremony was not what I wanted it to be. But now right. I'm just so – now that's magically gone away yeah. <laughs> because – well, I think it's because you can't feel two pains at once. Sure. <laughs> but it's because Oliver was there. So now – I mean now I just cherish that memory because Oliver was there and you know, he was there for our wedding. And then unfortunately I would have loved for him to stick around till we have a baby mm. that wasn't in the cards. But he did make us a family. He made us – relate to each other as as parents i saw what a great dad daniel will be he's all what a great mom will be so um but it's just it just feels like there's a part of us that's not there anymore because there is a part of it it's just so sad so so sad and yeah and pets are a huge part of your life like uh my family was really we grew up really closed off like i never talked to my brothers never talked to my mom then we got a dog when i was like 18 19 or, or 17 i think and uh we had the like that cause we used to always just be in our rooms with our doors shut but since we got the dog we'd all have our doors open so the dog could walk in because we really wanted the dog to walk in we loved the dog <laughs> and it actually brought us all closer because we saw each other more like it yeah they just they bring people together like that and you're you're right to think that that but i mean even though he's he's not with us right now I and mean, you and daniel are still a family yeah it's what we don't know it, the mornings are the hardest, but also the afternoons and evenings are too. <laughs> yeah. But in the mornings, it's just like, I mean, from the time we wake up to the time we both are crying, it's just, you know, it just doesn't take very long at this point still, because it's just like, we don't know what to do with ourselves. I mean, especially because Daniel would take him out in the morning and he's like, I don't, I don't have to get dressed. I don't know what to do. And then in the evenings, we've still been going on walks, just a different route because I don't want to go the what, the way that we used to go. Right. Um, and I'm also – we used to walk around the neighborhood. Like I'm trying to connect with who we were before we had Oliver. Um, it's hard though. Well, that just that sucks. couple was a year and a half ago. Right. It wasn't so that long ago. So other things have changed too. You know? That's true. That's true. But unlike people who have a dog for 18 years or something where you can barely even remember, I'm like it shouldn't be that hard for us to remember how our life was before we had him. Um, so trying to figure out – when what I mean, I'm sure we will get another one. But when um, I, I played with some puppies the other day, yeah. and it like my heart felt so much better when I was holding one. <laughs> and I don't know whether to just listen to that and just go for it, 
Um, well, it's it's just one of those things. Like, I mean, it's human nature to grieve, and, and everyone has their own you know time grieving periods and things like that. And you you'll know, like you'll just know when it's time to you know get another one or what you know. Like, you don't don't force it, but don't uh, you'll you'll know. I think. Right. All right. Well, thank you. And people have said, how were you able to get through telling it on the Adam Kroll show without crying? And I thought it was because Adam interrupted the story a lot to sort of take it to different topics and kind of intellectualize it. Like, how are you guys wired in this? And I was like, it was really masterful. I don't know if it was on purpose. I think it was on purpose. It was really well done the way he did that because it made it so that I didn't have time to like stew it. Because when I got here, because Adam emailed me, it was really nice. Surprising. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like like these moments of deep, what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say it in a diplomatic way. Um, the above and beyond human compassion, I, I just – I was surprised by it. Yeah. Um, and he emailed me and was like, I'm so sorry. You know, if you don't feel up to doing a show, I understand. If you want to come in and talk about it on air, you know, that's fine too. Just do what's best for you. It was so nice. And then Lynette emailed me this like long thing and mm-hmm. um, it was very sweet. And – but I was like, I'll be there just because I don't – I mean I can – I'm like trying to take my mind off of it. But I began crying as I pulled up. And then all of you guys gave me hugs. And I think I, like, cried into all of you. Sorry about that. <laughs> I, like, it's melted fine. and just, like, sobbed. And I walked into the studio crying. And I'm like, I don't know that I can do this like I thought I could. But then once we started the show, I had been freshly drained, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I was able to get through it. But then I was able to get through it now. I guess I'm just a pro. Yeah, you that's are. I think. Pro. But last night when we did the live show... Um, at Flappers, that was different and weird for me because, like, the first 10 to 15 minutes, I was fine. But then it started hitting me on stage, and I was, like, trying to not really go with it. But, I like, there were moments where these tears were coming to my eyes, and I'm like, don't lose your shit on stage. But I almost did a few Yeah, times. if you're here, there's a very small audience. But, yeah, when you're just literally on a stage that everyone is staring at right. you. Yeah, I could see that would be kind of a tough place to be it when would. you're – we like that, yeah. Yeah. It's just these – it'll just the, – the horror and the reality of it will all of a sudden hit me again. I was like, holy shit, I can't believe – I can't believe this is what's going on. But anyway, okay. Yeah. Adam was really upset because I, I was the one who told him about it when we were in Monterey. Mm-hmm. And he was – yeah, he was visibly upset about it. So I could see like why he – I don't know. He, it's almost like he planned it out like to, I'm going to try to make this, you know, right. interrupt. And, it was – it was, re- I mean, like I said, it was masterful. It was really good. Because he, he is a sick dog, too. So I think yeah. he's like. Well, and he and Lynette lost their puppy when she was eight months. I think they'd gotten her at four months or something. Um, they they took her in to get spayed and they got a call. So I never knew what happened to her, but Lynette told me. Um, they got a call saying she had a liver problem and died on the table. And they were just God. so yeah. broken up about it. Um, and Lynette said that she had to have Ozzy. Like collect, go into the house first and, and collect all of the dog stuff. And that was – so the first night, Daniel and I spent the night at my parents' house um, because it was just – for all their flaws, I think it – well, I just think when you're grieving, it helps to have people around. Like it – if they listen to this, like I just – for all their flaws. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It was it was a wonderful support. To have, that came out so shitty. <laughs> it was it – was, it, was a lot of support to have just have parent figures there i mean there was just a lot of tears in that house but um the drive back to come back in and see his 
all his, I mean, his stuff was just everywhere, just toys everywhere, beds everywhere, memories of him everywhere. So that was very tough. We gathered it up and we put it in the guest room. And then I still, every day I go in and like smell his beds and it, it I'm happy that they, I, I could, I want to, I want to somehow vacuum seal. Yeah. yeah. I'm afraid the scent is going to go away. Um, but for now, it's it's still pretty stinky. So, <laughs> so that brings me some joy. Okay, so enough sadness. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Sorry to bum you all out times two. But how was everyone else's week? It was good. <laughs> oh, no, we need to be lifted up. That's good. Tell me about your good week. Um, well, I spent the last full week in Mammoth with my girlfriend and my parents. And uh, definitely... I mean, it's a family trip that I used to take all the time as a kid. So there was a long time where we didn't go because I was so busy. But the last couple of years, I've been able to go. And it was, you know, just just the whole drive up is filled with memories, every hike, you know, just generations of stuff. We did try to do some new stuff this year. Um, I went to a hot spring. I don't know if you guys are familiar with those. No, I'm not. All right. So, is this like eating ice cream in a hot tub, Chris's dream? <laughs> Not quite. It's mm, nothing's like that. It's like a it's like nature's bathtub. So there are places that are. I mean, I'm sure there. Are, I don't know exactly where they are, but they're definitely all around Mammoth. There's several different places you can go to where this natural spring of water, like 105 degree water, just comes trickling off this rock into these pools, and the pools have kind of melted away and become. Basically, like hot tubs that the you can sit in. natural jacuzzi. They're really fun. So there's <laughs> one that we heard about that was about an hour from Mammoth. I'd always wanted to go, and we took the drive up there, and there's like four different pools, and you know the hottest ones are coming directly from the source of the spring. But you know the last one is like a warm bath. So uh, my girlfriend and I are sitting in the the coolest of the pools and just mm. so relaxed. Feels really nice. And all of a sudden, uh, my girlfriend looks down and she looks around. She goes. There are little red worms oh, all over God. this water. And both of us, like, crawling out of your skin, jumped up. All the reviews I read, no one said anything about fucking red worms. Needless to say, <laughs> we left very quickly. <laughs> That's the problem with nature. Yes. Yeah, it is. Earlier on the drive up, ironically, we were talking about, because there's a hot tub, a real one where we're staying. And we're like, oh, we're not going to want to use the real hot tub. We're in nature's hot tub. <laughs> So I'm like, you fucking Google what that shit is right now. <laughs> so the whole drive home, we were both just like, ah, ah, like just so eked out. Did find out they're you know completely harmless and common among Hot these tabs. areas. Yeah. So she just keeps looking like at like 15, 16 different sites. I'm like, all right, you know what? They've all said that this is fine. If you want to find something that says it's horrible, then go ahead and keep looking. But I'm very satisfied now. And uh, we took a very nice chlorinated hot tub <laughs> later that night. And uh, yeah, but there was a good hour there where it was pretty terrifying. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's horrible. It's a really relaxing vacation, guys. Sounds awful. <laughs> so relaxing. <laughs> Do you still have the heebie-jeebies at all? No, 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 no. no. I, I, once I heard that they were harmless or whatever, yeah, I was pretty much over it. But, you know, that you- was the one, like, insane thing that happened. There was a million good times, of course. So would you go back? No, never again. No, <laughs> absolutely not. And I'm pissed off at all the fucking Yelp reviewers and whatever who didn't mention that these things are there. So there's one one-star review from you. Yeah. <laughs> Just there's little red words. words. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But then there's also with, with these hot springs, I guess there is a question of whether or not you're supposed to go naked. 
because they say that like the chemicals from your bathing suit you know they get into the spring so there was this whole question of are we gonna are we actually gonna do this yeah but when we got there there's like families there and everybody was in bathing suits i was like all right we're definitely keeping our bathing suits on but there was the thought had we shown up there and it was only the two of us maybe we would have gotten naked and then a family probably would have shown up like two minutes later and then red worms. And then little red worms, yeah. Oh, What my would God. the bathing suit chemicals do to the hot springs? I mean, I honestly have, I have no idea. But I, I just as I understand <laughs> hot springs is like, it's kind of like a hippie thing to do to like go be in nature and stuff. So, oh, my gosh. Yeah. The new Joshua tree. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so it was an experience that I've always, I've always wanted to go to hot springs. It sounded like fun, um, especially there are going to be naked girls everywhere. But it was uh, not the case. They were naked worms. They were I want to hear about worms. everyone else's week, but I also want to tell you guys about Hulu Plus. You've tried Hulu on your computer for sure. Hulu Plus is so much more. With Hulu Plus, you watch shows on your schedule. They have all the current season episodes of your favorite shows like Colbert Report, Modern Family, Bob's Burgers, Bachelorette, Mistresses, Revenge. So, so many. At Midnight, which you can see the lovely me on sometimes. Um, so many more. And then every episode of shows like... Cosby Show, Kitchen Nightmares, Good Wife, Grey's Anatomy, Ugly Betty. I always say I feel bad reading a few because I don't want you to think there's only a few. There's so, 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 so many. And if you're in a situation like I am where you need some distraction from your life currently, Hulu Plus is what I would recommend. You should just block off a day to binge watch. Um, For only $7.99 a month, get your shows anytime, anywhere. You can watch on your phone, on your tablet, on the train, at work in the bathroom, while you're trying not to think about sad news, etc. Um, right now, I'm offering you guys a f- two-week free trial when you go to HuluPlus.com slash Allison. It's a whole extra week free. So make sure to go to HuluPlus.com slash Allison so you get an extended free trial, and they know that we sent you. helps keep the lights on, and it gives you a better deal. And then they'll know that also we sent you, and they'll be like, oh, I like her. Uh, so again, for the extended free trial, go to HuluPlus.com slash Allison, uh, or there's also a Hulu Plus banner on my website, AllisonRosen.com. Okay. How, else was, how was everyone else's week? Uh, mine was okay. I was here. <laughs> Relaxing. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I wasn't here, I was um, I was going around trying to get interviews for this uh, little video project I'm working on. Um, but and I had I had to come to the studio a few times, which sucked. And then um, and then then we went to Monterey, which was which was great. I mean, I still work that trip. Like I'm I'm Adam's photographer, and I do sound for all the all the video stuff we do out there. Um, but but still, I mean, it's it still feels like a vacation most of the time. So, yeah, had a blast. I mean, no no red worms here, uh, so <laughs> that it was a successful trip. Five stars. Excellent. Wow, Jenna. Um, actually, I've had a pretty pretty good week. There were two sort of big events. You guys kept tweeting AFV. Oh, America's yeah. Funniest Videos. And they got back to me and asked for a funny audition. Are you there serious? There we go. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. That's so Isn't cool. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, keep, keep it going. That's so, so cool. keep the tweets keep coming because I'm shooting the audition next week. And Isn't the hashtag JKJ for num- AFV. number 4AFV? Yes. yes. Yeah. So keep tweeting at them because they started following me and favorited a whole bunch of tweets and then said, Jenna, please send us a funny oh, audition. Oh, yeah. At, that's at awesome. AFV official, right? Yes. Is yes. that really just? from the tweets or yes, just wow. from the tweets wow you guys are amazing yeah. you guys are amazing so that was sort of like 
ridiculously cool this week. And so I have some friends who work for a production company and they're helping me put together a really nice looking audition. And we're going to include some clips, you know, the stuff like the clip of me ripping my jeans on stage, you know, like stuff from the past. And then we'll make it funny and cutesy and kind of like a mini episode or something. I don't know. We're oh, working that's on really it. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be cool. So that's exciting. But keep tweeting at that's them amazing. so they don't forget because like I'm not shooting that now. for a week. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's crazy. You guys and can then, change the world. That's right. It's it seriously is like they, so cool and flattering, and you guys. Are do the they best. tweet you or do they email you? They tweeted at me, which whatever I'll take it. That's you know? so. That's I don't great. know if they're. I'm. Who knows if they're serious? I'm taking it seriously. <laughs> take it seriously. Yeah. So. I'm, taking, I'm taking it seriously. <laughs> yeah. Take those videos where people get kicked in the nuts seriously. That's right. Yeah. Thank you. So that's cool. And then the documentary that I told. I think I've told some of you about it off the mic. Um, it's called Meet the Mormons, and it's a documentary about Mormons and who they are and what they're like. And I sort of narrate it, and I'm on camera for the beginning and the end of it. And it was announced this week, and it's coming out October 10th in the movie theater. So right. it's That's pretty exciting. exciting. Yeah, it's wow. been a good work week. <laughs> what, um, what kind of theaters will it be playing in? Movie theaters, normal, regular Oh, so is it like is it in wide release? Wide release, yeah. Wow, I that's so neat. Oh, I mean, wow. it's, it's limited across America. <laughs> it may not be in every single you know movie theater everywhere, but it will be in at least the bigger cities across the country. And it's really good. It's really beautiful. And the money for the tickets goes straight to charity. So, you know, it's not just going into my pocket. It's going to charity. <laughs> is this going to be a big deal? People are talking about it though, and I then I'll be like, so. we know her. I I think so. We um, met that Mormon. Yeah, I think that we're trying to get some bigger interviews set up. Well, the church, the people in charge, the PR people, they've talked to me about trying to get some bigger interviews set up. So hopefully, I'm crossing my fingers. We'll see. Congratulations. Thank you. That's- it's been a good, good couple of days. It's kind of crazy. That's very cool. Gary? Uh, it was... It was good. I um, went and tagged along on the last like day and a half of my parents' vacation. And then... Where was that? Uh, like the Santa Barbara area. And then... Um, because I guess they're retired and can do what they want. Like two days later, they went on another vacation, and <laughs> wow. I just moved into their house and just took care of the dog and sat by the fire. I don't know, it was great. Sat by the fire. They have like an outdoor fireplace, which is oh. awesome. Oh, that's cool. So, so like, cool. I, so I just sit out there that night, and like, and there's also a TV yeah, out there. Yeah, TV. I just sit out what? until like two in the morning watching TV. It's oh, great. That's so cool. Watching TV outside. That's oh, that's cool. That's living like, the dream, that's, man. Now, mm-hmm. It feels like you're doing something forbidden. Like yeah. you should, I should be doing this. <laughs> that's out rich here. man, okay. poor man. Right? That is Bums on the street. Rich man totally watch what old TV set on the crash can. Is the outdoor TV so oh. that when you're entertaining you can watch a game or what is that for really? It's for sitting yeah. by the fire. Yeah, and for and for uh it's for like barbecues and stuff like that and like my dad smokes cigars, so he'll like mm. sit out there Ooh. and like watch football or watch golf or whatever and do that. I don't know, it's, That's so it's cool. just plus it's nice for like music. You can just put on like the music channel or whatever, so it's like Right. Nice. And Kaylin, you were out of the country, right? Yeah, I had a, a really nice vacation. I went to England to see my mom, my little brother. Do they live there? Yes, they do. And uh, it was really like a last minute kind of trip. Booked flights on Sunday, left on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And my brother didn't even know I was coming over, so got oh, to surprise him. Surprise. So that was pretty fun. And uh, how'd you do it? Uh, he was coming back from like a one week camp that he did, so he's kind of got off the train and then just saw me on the platform with my mom. <sighs> Love that. That's yeah. awesome. And so that was really nice. And uh, <laughs> she lives in like, it's funny, I, I tell everybody, my mom lives in England, and they go, oh man, I love London. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> not London. It's like a really small town. 
uh, out in the country, and so it's really relaxing. Is she, but is she American? No, she's English. Okay, she's yeah, she's from England. Well, I, I know, but I just that means so then you're half British. I did not know that. Yep, uh, I can get a dual citizenship, which she keeps telling me that I should, <laughs> but I haven't yet. So because I'm lazy. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah, I just kind of hung out. Uh, I went on a pub crawl, which is fun. Went out to some club Ooh. and uh, stayed at a youth hostel. Why? <laughs> it was actually a lot nicer than it sounds. It was like it looked like a castle, pretty much. And uh, but we went up to it's like the biggest theme park that they have there, and that's it's also way out in the country. So we stayed at this place that was just way out in the middle of nowhere, and uh, it was very nice and very relaxing. What's the weather like there this time of year? It was really nice, actually. It was like the nicest weather that I'd ever seen over there. Normally, I go over winter, Christmas, and New Year's, and it's just shit. It's just raining and windy. Um, but this time, you know, the rain was pretty warm, so it was nice. <laughs> yeah. How far outside of London is she? It's about 45 minutes uh, south if you get on the train. So Nice. Yeah. I don't know if you guys had this experience. I'm trying to remember where Daniel and I... It was somewhere in Hawaii, but a waiter said hello in a very Kaylin-esque way. Like, I'm, like, pretty much when anyone goes, hello, or in, I, I mean, I didn't do I it. I hear it as, a lot now. Do you? Yeah. Well, people are doing it on purpose, right? Well, no, I mean, even just, no, I don't know I hear, I hear people I hear it a lot shoulder. now that I'm paying attention yeah. for it, too. Yeah. So, def, I, we almost wanted to record it to him. But quite often at live yeah. shows, so. There hasn't even been an appropriate place to play the thing. Could, you're not, you're not even being very Kaylin-y. Has it, has, has England changed you? Oh, there were four or five appropriate places. Yeah. Were you there? were just interested in asking him questions. <laughs> Me and Matt were fucking staring at each other. I was dying. Bursting out of Where did chair. you want to play it? Like, where would be the number one spot? There's definitely some part where he was talking about the weather, where I just yeah. was ready to let it fly. But this time the rain was warm. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess you're right. <laughs> that was Kaylin's Corner. Yeah, it was. That was Kaylin's Corner. Hello. Yay! <laughs> It's been too long oh, since I've brilliant. heard that. Still yeah. good. Yep. Still <laughs> good. So good. I think there's something in a hat. It's the topic, topic sombrero. We asked for topics and you sent them in. It's the topic, topic sombrero. Now pick a topic and let's begin. It's the All right, this week's hat submission comes to us from uh, Gen T and is titled Thursday Carb Tribution. Uh, I keep meaning to send this and I keep forgetting, except this time. You're always so good about giving us listeners a carbtastic nickname, but it's high time that the Thursday gang get their own personal carb, uh, their own personal carb to load up on. Kalen, blueberry muffin. He's kind of a staple. That muffin everyone reaches for when they realize they haven't had one in a while, and he's wonderful every single time. It's like a hello for your belly, or a muffin for the years, I guess. Yes. Wait, or a what for your ears? Or a muffin for the years, I guess. <laughs> oh, thank you. Chris, cherry banana bread with pecans. He's a little nutty and a whole lot of sweet. He's pretty gosh darn wholesome and warm, with a bright surprise in almost every slice. Gary, white chocolate macadamia nut cookie. It's all in that buttery, sexy voice, really. Oh. Rich in personality and just sweet enough, he has a bit of crunch to contrast his smoothness. In short, pretty much the most delightful cookie ever. You wrote this. <laughs> you wrote this yourself. This comes from her. I wrote it. <laughs> Jenna, orange cranberry scone. Tart, tender, and a whole lot more classy than people might give her credit for. 
There are some chewy moments and a lot of sweetness and something seriously substantial worthy of being shared. Matt, blackberry cobbler. He's all kinds of tangy sweetness and a bit of blackberry seeded grit, all resting under a sweet protective layer of cake-like goodness. What the? Why does this sound erotic? <laughs> yeah. Matt, I'm getting hot just hearing this. That's Matt, I think. It takes a little to get through that top layer to get to the goods, but once you're there, the result is a beautifully messy flavors. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, get through that one again, please. I didn't quite hear that. A beautiful what? Take a deep breath. A beautifully messy melange of flavors. Oh, melange. Oh, yeah. Thank you. A melange. Oh, Allison. <laughs> Dobos tort. Am I, am I pronouncing that right? I don't, I'm not familiar with this tort. How do you spell it? D O B O S. I think I am. I tried to look it up online. Anyways, while it, took a bit, while it took a bit to figure out everyone else, Allison is a no brainer, to me, anyways. Of course, she'd be a Dobos tort. A dish, a traditionally, seven layers of sponge cake with chocolate buttercream and a caramel layer at the tip top. Every good. show is like a slice that reveals yet another series of layers, taking us deeper and deeper into a desert that will never. into a dessert. Sorry, that we'll never be able to finish. Together, you're like a dessert table's dream. You're a dessert table's dream team. Only, you know, the kind that's safe to binge on without destroying waistlines. Much love and thanks, Jen. Thank you so much. I love that. That was pretty incredible. Oh, man. Now. My mouth is watering. How does everyone feel about their own personal carb? I accept. Yeah, I'm totally happy. I'll I'll allow it. I'll take it. I got to go have one of me. Yeah, I mean, I got to find yours sounds that. Sounds particularly delicious. <laughs> it did sound good. Um, of all those, though, I feel like I would want to eat Gary first. <laughs> I just like the white chocolate macadamia. All those nut are cookies. really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. those are good. Mm. Yeah. Ruined it for me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, speaking of snacking. Except I'm going to speak about healthy snacking. You guys need NatureBox. You should be snacking more with NatureBox. You can, can snack and you can feel good about it. Uh, NatureBox sends me hundreds of delicious snacks, and I don't feel guilty eating them because they are good for you. They're natural, zero trans fats, zero high fructose corn syrup. They even have snacks that are low sugar, non-GMO, and without gluten, and they ship for free. Um, and we talk about Nature Box a lot here because they send us snacks, and the thing is they have a, like, I don't know, seven-minute lifespan in this studio. People just die. There's, we all know, we know what it looks like now, and so when new Nature Box stuff comes in, it's just everyone is diving all over it because it's so good. Um, they send stuff like PB&J granola, baked sweet potato fries, sweet blueberry almonds. Uh, so good. So you guys need to hook yourselves up with NatureBox. And if you guys try NatureBox.com right now, you get 50% off your first box. So just go to NatureBox.com slash Allison. Again, that's NatureBox.com slash Allison to get 50% off your first month's box. Okay, let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me? All right. Sooner Magic says, binge listen to music the same way I do TV shows. Must start from the first album, even though I've just heard the latest single. No, I'm not like that. That's interesting. It reminds me of the movie High Fidelity, where he decides to reorganize his entire collection autobiographically. So he has to know like, how old he was when he got a certain album. I binge listen to music. I just focus on like one album, and I just listen to it ad nauseum until I'm tired of it. I do the same. I it's could fun do that. to ride in the car with Matt. Yeah. <laughs> it's really fun. Repeat. I, it's worse for me. I could listen to one song for an hour. Me straight. too. Yeah. 
So don't drive with Chris yeah. either. Both of us. Jeez, oh, I'm awful to drive. I've been listening to 99 Problems, which I realize I'm super good. duper duper late to that party. But then I don't know. Wait, some, for, is there a song I don't know about called 99 Problems? Yeah, I'm. I'm oh, what's the Jay Z song? That's where, what I mean. Yeah, yeah the you're Jay-Z listening one. to the J- to that song, really. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you. Thank She's you. You're gonna start to get our references. I know. If you're not careful, you're gonna start to understand the stuff we say. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I then I was like, "What are the lyrics?" I started reading about it. I'm like, "What are the lyrics to the song?" And I did not realize, according to what I read, that the bitch referred. I mean, obviously, there's a double entendre, but the bitch referred to as a police dog. Did you guys know that? Did everyone I mean, know I that? knew that most of the song was about him dealing with the law and having problems with it, but yeah, I mm. always assumed that... The second verse is about him getting pulled over right. for driving while black with his cap low. And right. the last line of the <laughs> verse is, we'll see how smart you are when the canines come. Yeah. Mm. Right, because he refuses to let them search his car, right, and then they say right. they're going to bring a police dog, but then they never do. Mm. So, But then it's also, but it's also, you know, about... If you're having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. So wait, are you I'm listening white. to the Jay-Z <laughs> Have you album? The video? No, because there's dogfight footage in it, right? Ooh. And I feel like that would be upsetting. And that was even before anything happened to Oliver that I was feeling that way. I don't think there's actually – yes, I, now that you say that, there is aggressive dog footage that you probably don't want to see right now. But I don't think there's actually okay. dog fighting. I can't imagine that they would allow that. But I think that there was controversy over the video because of the dog fighting. But maybe it's just someone taunting a dog or something. I forget what Wikipedia said. Um, no, I forget this song. So um, I've been using Spotify. Yeah. Does everyone else use Spotify? No, but I know lots of people who do. I use Rhapsody. That's $10 I've ever spent. To get the Spotify <laughs> Unlimited? Yeah. I um, When I work out, I... I wanted fast tempo music, and I've been trying to find different pl- playlists and things of just music that I'll, you know... Be that's fast that'll keep me going, and I think this came up on one of those playlists. And then mm. I was like, I'd heard this, I'd never really, really <laughs> listened to this song. I enjoy these beats, they're yeah. so fat. So then, then I got into it more. And so that's, <laughs> that's what happened. Nice, you should give the entire Jay Z library more of a shot if you like that song. But I have been li- so I've been listening to it on Spotify, but I don't have the unlimited. So mm. it's just on shuffle. I see. But I, maybe I'll come it. back to work like super like gangster and hard. Oh, yeah, that'd we be should so take, awesome. That's right. Take this tweeters. Let me and Matt make you a rap playlist. Okay. <gasps> there you go. Yes. Good oh, idea. I like yeah. Poppy up tempo rap, rap songs. It would be great for work. I think. You, oh yeah. I really totally. think you you'd like rap. Not even just for like uh, the the, the pop or the you know the up tempo ness, but just the lyrics. Like they're they're like different. I don't not like rap. I just am not. I don't know a ton of rap. Well, you're but I've, I've listened to it here and help, there. We'll help amend that problem. Do you guys know Atmosphere? Absolutely, mm-hmm. for sure. I knew of him way back when. Yeah. I have a, see, I have like a tiny sliver of cred. Whatever happened to him, though? He was from Minneapolis, and whatever happened to him? I don't know anything about him. I just know some of his songs. Yeah, okay. I'm not sure, but Allison right. Wikipedia is everybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew Atmosphere. I think I, maybe I interviewed him. It was back when I was writing about music, mm. and I also I wrote about um. Eve, formerly Eve of Destruction. Mm-hmm. Then that's it. Nice. One Page- of my best friends became her personal assistant. Really? And still is. Has been for like eight years. I always liked her. She's, I've met her a few times. She's extremely nice. She has paw prints tattooed on her chest. She does. Mm-hmm. Something which They're both- wildly distracting. Yeah. I mean, for a male, the first time you meet her. Because it's like, 
Isn't like on what? It's like one per boob. Yeah. 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 But are those from a deceased dog? Theoretically, like the paw, because people people have mentioned getting paw prints tattooed on them as a way to to remember your dog. And I'm wondering, is that what that usually means, or is that just? I never overthought it. Back when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh, that's a rapper." Like, right? Interesting tattoos, but I I don't know. I think just if you like dogs, I don't think it really needs to memorialize them in any way. Yeah. I'm going to get Oliver on my butt cheek. Okay. <laughs> Paige Feldman says, just mirror everyone. I'm flummoxed when Allison Rosen says her name is spelled uncommonly. I've known or met myriad Allisons and only one Allison and only one with two L's. Well, thank you, Paige Feldman. I never thought I had the unusually spelled name, but from everyone's reaction, apparently I do. Yeah, I never thought it was that unusual. Yeah. Most Allisons I know actually are spelled with one L, and then we bond over that. I just remember the one that Adam has talked about before because I'm the one who prepared the call sheet where Allison spelled her name A-L-I-C-Y-N. And I had, you know, I wasn't, uh, this was many years ago. It's not her fault. Yeah. (laughs) It is her fault. There's no (laughs) fucking way her parents named her that way. They may may have. They may have. Yeah. Wow. Well, either way. I met somebody, I met somebody um, on my week off who was named Symphony. And Symphony? It, that's correct. <laughs> and it was spelled C-Y-M-P-H-A-N-I-E. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm. What line of work was Symphony in? Lifeguard. What race or what culture is that? She looked a lot like Jenna. Really? You're joking. What? Was she Mormon? Because so many Mormon girls have weird spelling names like that. Like, just the craziest I'd... spellings. That didn't come up. For the oh listeners, Jenna, Jenna is is white with blonde hair. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they knew that. Wait, why is that a, why is that a Mormon thing? Do you know? I think, I, well, it's definitely like a Utah Mormon thing, especially. It's like these, it's like the parents all just want their kids to have the most unique, different name, but then they still, but it's not unique. It's like their name's Jacqueline, but they spell it like J-A-C-K-L-Y-N-N-E. And it's like, why did you do that? It just makes it look weird. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's very common in the Mormon culture to do that. It's weird. Interesting. Yeah. That's why I wonder, because especially if it's like a white blonde girl. Like all the Romney kids have unusual names, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's very, like, it's very common. Tony DeCoste says, convince myself that bedhead and wrinkly shirts are fashionable when I'm feeling lazy. Just mirror everyone. No. I convince myself of that too. Uh, I've gone beyond the convincing part. That's just that's who I am on the weekends <laughs> and most days. In fact, I so. convince myself that most people can't see the top of my head. So yeah. what the fuck? Like, well, I think I just remember. I remember as a kid seeing on TV shows like the characters who'd come in with like with the disheveled bed head, like on Boy Meets World or something like that. And like those guys were always so cool. Like I never had any problems with those guys who don't give a fuck when their hair's like that. So that's what I'm like on the weekends. Although I do put gel in my hair here for you lovely ladies. Chris, I you're, you, Chris. you're very well coiffed. Uh, well, I am? Yeah. <laughs> you're not here in the mornings every every day. <laughs> yeah, Chris yeah, no, comes th- in this is actually too. this is bedhead. Chris is bedhead. Really? Just, yeah, that's totally this, Wow. This oh, is you're my so lucky. Head. Seriously. Yeah. It's, it's a Look little it's a it, little bit matted down yeah, more in the morning. Shaping. It just it puffs itself out by like noon or one. Oh, yeah. His hair just looks done. Does your hair look different when you're drunk? Because I've known guys whose hair seems to get bigger the drunker they are. Have you noticed that? It it might. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> now I've got to think about that. Yeah, I'll check it out next time, but uh, no, this is it. It's usually, this is, yeah, my bad head. Kaylin, 
hair. Uh, yeah, I just kind of let it you know, do its thing. <laughs> but that scares it's, it's actually not like the worst after sleeping. But sometimes if I don't like dry it properly, then it'll just be all over the place. And so, what? how do you dry your hair improperly? Like don't form it, you know. So it's. Do you use molded. a blow dryer? I just like. No, I don't know. Okay, I just you know dry it with a towel, and however it looks when it's done is how it stays. Kalen has really cool hair. He does have good yeah. hair. I'm liking it long, too. I'm Thank starting you. to think we prematurely played. Like, we forced the Kalen's corner. It, it, we should no, have all known that wasn't going to be the only thing that he says in this show. I'll take responsibility for that. That was me. <laughs> I mean, I was right there with you, Gary. Don't get me wrong, but we really missed <laughs> I was waiting for it so many times. All in anticipation. Wait, are you saying we force it like we try to wedge it in there when there's more Caitlyn's oh, Corner this, magic happening? Exactly. Like in this particular one, like you had even said you couldn't find a spot. <laughs> and then me and Gary tried to convince you of one that passed by. Right. We should have just let the moment pass. I know. And then save it. Because if we're going to do it the first time he talks every time, then you know people are just going to get used to that. <laughs> You're right. But are we not going to play it at all? A lot of things happen during the hair <laughs> conversation. <laughs> yeah. We could play it multiple times per show. Pass now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jason Dick says, just mirror everyone. Whenever I blow my nose, I'm paranoid that the snot escaped the tissue and has hidden itself somewhere on my shirt or face. Yes, especially if you don't f- you know find what? it in the tissue. Yeah. It only it only takes one time. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. That's yeah. That's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right, let's talk about this. Yeah. I feel like when you're there's no way <laughs> to really what? Chris made a sound, and you were like, let's talk about this. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way to really thoroughly blow your nose in public. No. Because you, you blow it. your nose into a tissue, and then you kind of wipe your nose, and then you pull it away, and you're like, hope there's not snot all hanging <laughs> around the end of yeah. my nose, right? Totally. I guess you just work extra hard on the cleanup. You do, but, yeah, but I, you can't yeah. do what you really need to do. Mm-mm. Just me or everyone. Right. Kind of well, get the tissue all up in there. The yeah. beard is also... Uh, something yeah, I've discovered to be a, a bigger problem, too. How do that, you mean? Because that shit will just it's get not caught in there, and you can't uh, necessarily feel it on your skin. It's like Ew. a Venus flytrap for yeah. boogers. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, and then I try to do, like, a sleek, like, maybe I can check in my phone <laughs> yeah. reflection. Oh, that's good, yeah. Where you're like, oh, is there anything left? Oh, gosh. Don't use a reflection. Use a front-facing camera. Oh, I've done right. that, too. I've done it all. Right. I've done to, yeah. like, take a picture and then look at it. Oh, I do that, too. Yeah. I do that, too, honest, when I think I zoom? might have. <laughs> what? Be honest. Did you zoom? No, but that's a good idea. You, you can just go. expand. Yeah. Oh, that's speaking zooming. of things like that, I was reading a magazine, and I tried to expand the magazine photo. Yeah. I've done that before. <laughs> Maybe oh. yeah. Yeah. real stupid. For sure. <laughs> never heard that before. All right. Oh, I, by the way, I went to... This is kind of an, a different aside, but I went to Dave and Buster's. I took my nephew like over the break. What an uncle! Every he was. I thought he'd been there before, and then it turned out Ooh. he hadn't. And then when I dropped him off, I just looked at his dad, and I was like, "Sorry, like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know." Um, but every iPhone game that you've that's popular is now a giant like sixty inch touchscreen at Dave mm-hmm. and Buster's. Really? You can play Cut the that rope. You can play fun. Fruit Ninja. You can play fucking Doodle Jump. Like. All the games are now, like, full-size. Don't waste your money on that, though. No, I didn't. But full-size Connect 4 was interesting. Get those tickets. Connect 4. That sounds fun. That sounds way fun. For the longest time, (laughs) I always was like, why are video games and arcades, like, the exact same ones that we played growing up? Like, I I obviously haven't been to Dave & Buster's in a long time. But when I was there a few years ago, um, I was like, these games are exactly the same. Like, has there been no development in you know, big arcade games, but that's interesting that now that all the apps are them. 
Yeah. On all yeah. touch screens. Yeah. And DDR but, still. But right. frankly, you're right. Like beyond some of that, like no, the the big like full size like arcade games have not accelerated at the same rate they were doing it when we were kids. Right. It's still going to be money Virtual is, Fighter and well, Time Cop and. I feel like there's more money in somebody who's going to play a game on their couch and not leave, as opposed to like, how many people really go to Dave and Buster's? Like, none of us would, except for having a young person, like a young relative or something. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. In my head, I was thinking like, but maybe I should go. Yeah, I feel like Chris is thinking, but I do. I've though. been there recently with my a- adult friends. Wait, is that where someone came up? There was the wrong, the other Chris Laxamana was at a Dave and Buster's. No, that was it. That was at E3, the video game convention. Oh, this close. is um, sadly it was close. This is when I saw a guy get like punched out. Um, oh, yeah, like he got like sucker punched and got knocked out. Was there with the ski ball, huh? It was. It was. Wait. It was with a ski ball. I said. Never mind. Oh, that was by the DDR game. That's Dance Dance Revolution. Yeah. Right. You got that from a Jay Z song, didn't you? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. Johnny Primo says wearing cargo shorts makes finding my keys a chore. Well, (laughs) I don't have that one because I don't wear cargo shorts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I, I don't know. I always find my keys. Not just me. They hang low, right? Is that the problem? The pockets are low. Or there's just so many there's pockets. Just so many. You, have, you have a big, big pocket. Great for. Got to pick a pocket. And great just for like buffets. Stick with it. Yeah. Great for buffets. Yeah. <laughs> Do you really put food in your pants? I used oh, to. I don't used, answer that. I used to take <laughs> take home food. Have you ever like pre-lined your pants with like foil? <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. a good idea. No. I mean, yeah, I don't know where I. No, they're they're, they're like uh, bags. Have you? No, but my friends have. <laughs> I mean, it's sure. smart. no, that was a thing. You you line your pockets up with like foil or, or saran wrap. It's smart, because otherwise you get crumbs in your pockets. Mm. DJS, no, D, DJ Skernburn, DJ Skernburn. She was so, she was, she had it earlier. The Jay Z stuff, and now. <laughs> Every time I start the washer, I'm more, I'm mortified. I accidentally left my wallet or phone in one of the pants pockets. Yes. I think we've I all mean, often, had that yeah. fear. Yeah, that happens to me whenever I jump in a pool. Yes, mm. me too. Is my phone in here? I don't even want to check. Yeah, even I though I know that yeah. I put my bathing, I took my phone off my bathing suit. Yep, absolutely. Trisha says it wasn't until very recently that I found out that businesses named Acme weren't <laughs> fake. <laughs> yes, I kind of agree with that. Yeah, I, I, you know, I definitely still associate it with like Roger Rabbit totally. and things like that. But yeah, I guess I guess it's just now occurring to me that it's a real company. Just blew my mind. Can't. Acme actually means something. Yeah, I, I was going to say, what does it and mean? And I just recently found it out, but now I'm forgetting. I just Gary's think of look it up. Yeah, I know. No. I feel like that happened very recently that I learned there was a meaning. Um, Ken, excuse me, Ken Gunther says, when at a friend's house and notice their toilet paper doesn't feed off the top, I second guess our friendship, just me or everyone. I don't have that because I think I think I came into this world. <laughs> I came into this podcast a long time ago explaining I was. Kind of partial to the paper being on the bottom. I've recently changed my mind. A lot of people have tried to talk me out of my and my unpopular. Don't listen to them. Over you're the a top. toilet paper. Over no, the top? I'm saying I was okay with it coming from the bottom. Yeah, that's that's wrong. Unacceptable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like it rips that. better that way. You know though. what, Ken? It you shouldn't. He, he, if anything, your friend should be uh, um, second guessing your friendship because if you don't change it, it might. It's probably just a test. It's most likely a test of friendship. Yeah. To see if he Turn it back it. around yeah. the right way. And finally, Happy Siegel says, my poop has significantly worse order in a, uh, oh, excuse me, odor in a public stall than at home. 
Um, I feel like it's that's a, your you're used to your poop smell. Yeah. No, it's it's also I mean public public stalls. There's you know there's multiple stalls. That, that's that you're, you're uh, getting a combination. Mixing smells. Yeah, you're getting you're getting a seven layer dip or a dobo start. Excuse of, me. <laughs> <laughs> I think Gary has the meaning of Acme. Uh, it appears that it's the acronym is a company that makes everything. Oh, <gasps> that's interesting. Oh, I thought I like it was that. some Greek word. Yeah, in Greek, it denotes the best of something. Oh, yeah, that's what, what I said. So it's quality mm. and everything. everything. Yeah, that's That's, cool. that's kind of cool. Including right. anvils, the best of every meaning, like peak, zenith, or prime. Right, like the acme of our experience. Like, could you use it that way? Theor- yeah, that theoretically, sounds right. Yeah, it sounds right. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. This okay. it has a lot of different uses. There's Our like podcast companies, science, technology, Acme. arts, entertainment. Hmm. Could this could be an Acme podcast? What's it really impressing is. me is that Kalen didn't actually read that off anything. He just knew that. Yeah, totally true. That's not true. All of it. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> Are you wondering whether to play it? No, <laughs> no, don't play. We're don't, overthinking don't. it. We're overthinking it. Yeah, don't play. It. It. Ask him natural. All right. You can't second guess. Okay, so what do we think about the poop having a worse order uh, odor? I disagree. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think yeah, so. I disagree. Yeah, blind taste test. You would still dislike it. Oh, either way. God. Let's not smell think about test. blind Can't taste test. Smell, <laughs> test. smell test. Yeah. Smell test. Blind smell test. All right. I did um, Shane Dawson's podcast today. It's going to air. I think it might be a little while till it comes out. I think it's a week from Tuesday. It's either Tuesday or a week from Tuesday. But I got lost trying to find the studio, so I was a little bit late. And then I said, can I use the bathroom? I don't know why I'm choosing to tell this, but here we go. All right. Uh, And then I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. There's more than pee that needs to happen. But I'm like, I can't can't do that. Don't worry, Chris. I didn't do it. I waited till I got home. And it was less uncomfortable than I thought. But I was just like... Here we go. You can inside, it. it's, fine. it's human nature. No, but I, but I was like, I can't, I can't be late and and take the and You can't yeah. be late do this. because of that. Yeah, because <laughs> it just, it feel like it's bad form to like walk into someone's place that you've never been and be like, hi, mind if I destroy yeah. your bathroom? I had a guy <laughs> who bought a keyboard off me on Craigslist, and so you know, comes to comes to my door. You know, we make the exchange, and he just what? looks at me, and he says, "What? I need to use your bathroom, please. I'm begging wait, you." Wait, 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 wait. Is everyone else okay with the fact that you're meeting a dude who you're selling a keyboard to off Craigslist at your home? Yeah. He's probably good you don't have a 7-Eleven near your house or something? We probably want you to know, make sure it worked. So you gotta yeah, oh, yeah, somewhere. yeah. For musical instruments, they always have to check if they work. Wow. I've been envisioning a computer keyboard, that's and this didn't make sense. Oh, no, no, not a computer oh, keyboard. Uh, a, mu- yeah. a music keyboard, yeah. Right. That's obviously what it was. But now I'm also thinking this is a great cover if you want to be a serial killer. Oh, yeah. It, and everyone knows that. Yeah. That's why it's scary. I feel like <laughs> that's kind of yeah. And I mean, you know, through through the text and the talking on the phone, like you kind of yeah, feel you it can decide. I mean, that's yeah. it's weird because I've bought things from Craigslist and I've sold things on Craigslist, and it's weird how much you're just like, just taking my life in my hands. Okay, yeah. that's totally. just how it goes. Yeah. Have you ever murdered somebody? Just, that I you never have. Yeah. No, okay. I really don't want this table anymore. <laughs> just take. I don't care what the consequences <laughs> are. Get it out of my house. I need this seventy dollars, <laughs> if that. OBO. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for well for the uh for the record, 
told him to use my roommate's bathroom, destroyed it. <laughs> oh, man. Like, not physically destroyed it. I mean, like, yeah. yeah oh, no, I get it. But he was begging, like, can I please use yeah, your bathroom? Yeah, he was just like, he, so he, he was letting like, you know how it yeah, was going to be. Yeah, he was like, yeah, he, 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 he alluded to it. He was, you know, he was like on his tippy toes a little bit, like, kind of trying oh, to stay Yeah, he was, he was not feeling good. And so I said, yeah, sure. And I let him use it. What a nice guy you are. I know. I used to work at a, a restaurant. So nice to his roommate. I used to work yeah. at a restaurant at uh, the camp in Costa Mesa, and it's like the, you know a small little area, and uh, and you have the bathroom. It's not you know not for public use, but like guys like homeless people would always come in and ask to use, and I would always say yes because I you know I can't say no. I feel bad, and like they would not only like destroy it with their feces but they and then they would destroy it with their feces like they wouldn't flush it and they, they'd be like all over the place <laughs> yeah. and oh. it was terrible and they just took, there's a they reason took advantage of me. yeah chris there's a reason there on the streets yeah well it was a it's a rude awakening <laughs> <laughs> i feel like we've ended this on a disgusting note no, we yeah. started it we've gone from sad you know, that, that is my disgusting. fault i'm sorry i hate talk yeah. i hate no i started talk. it actually i just want i started poops. it that's right. All right. Well, you guys. <laughs> Everybody poops. There, there you go. It's a book. Yeah, it is. This has been delightful. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, thank you for bearing with that sadness at the beginning, some of which you may have already heard, and this poop talk at the end, which is all fresh and new. Um, I love you guys. Thank you so much for all the support um, and on Monday, like I said, Daniel will be on and we'll be talking um, more about this. But we'll also be talking about other stuff, namely, and he doesn't even know this yet, but I want to talk to him about um, just first year of marriage type stuff. And then also we, he and I have a lot of thoughts on television because uh, got, we've got to talk about leftovers and other stuff and just other stuff. Oh. <laughs> Those were two different other kinds of stuffs. <laughs> was that a groan about yeah. the leftovers? Yes, it was. I actually am finding episode. it better lately although the last episode yeah i was until the ending i liked the one before the last episode i can't remember what happened after that episode wait can you say what happened at the end without it being a spoiler no okay can't really i can't remember you'll just have to tell me off air all right um if you're gonna buy something on amazon click through the banner on my website it does not cost you anything extra it does help out the show thank you so much for all your support go to alisonrosen.com um we have a ringtone available hey 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 go fuck yourself you can get that that by searching hey go fuck yourself on your iphone we have two bonus episodes available recorded live at the la podcast festival with doug benson and matt costa uh and then also doug benson no what am i yes I got the order confused. But one of them is Doug Benson, Matt Costa, and much of the Thursday gang. And then the other one is Doug Benson and Greg Proops. Those are $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. If you want to email the show, A-R-I-Y-M-B-F at AdamCarolla.com. Oh, we didn't do the iTunes comment of the week. We'll just do that. Right? We didn't, right? We'll just do that next time. If you'd like your iTunes comment to be a potential iTunes comment of the week, leave us a nice iTunes comment. Click five stars. It is our favorite number. And you can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. For Gary, go to at G. Patrick Smith. For Matt. Go to thereobespoilers.com. I've not released an episode in several weeks, but there will be a new episode on Monday. How do your fans stand it? I don't, they don't really say it one way or the other. So <laughs> <laughs> keep it up, vocal audience. <laughs> no, but, it, you know, listen, I was on vacation. I needed to recharge my batteries, but I've got a bunch in the can. New one on Monday. Excellent. Chris? 
Um, this weekend in Ventura, me, Kalen, Mike Altier, who's been on the show, Jay, who's been on the show, we're all going to, Dawson, he's gonna, we're all going to be at a Spencer McKenzie's block party uh, for the Cornhole Tournament both days, and uh, I'm playing a, a little set there, so come out check that out. That is. It's in Ventura. I don't know exactly where, but it's this it's weekend. It's at Spencer this McKenzie's weekend? house. Oh, did I not say oh. that? Oh, Spencer McKenzie's, yeah. Who's I'm Spencer be McKenzie? in Ventura this weekend. First really? Yeah. Isn't that it's the dude me. that bought the keyboard from Chris? On, uh, <laughs> no. Okay, Matt, stop being confused. Spencer McKenzie's <laughs> a, is, a, is a restaurant. Oh. Yeah. Uh, that, hence, I was confused. Yeah. Okay. Kid's trying tacos. to do a plug for something he wants people to come to, and you <laughs> think cool confusing as fuck. Sorry, it's all right. I, I never plug anything. Oh, sorry. And um, also, I just want to I just want to give a shout out to the Bobo Boys. You guys are really, really <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really good guys. Uh, yeah, and uh, keep it, keep it up. Keep keep all keep all of our. Uh, our, uh, Keep hitting that hashtag, JKJ4A4V. Yeah, yeah help, help Jenna get on uh, America's Funniest Videos. And Jenna? <laughs> you guys are great. Keep tweeting to America's Funniest Videos. I'm seriously taking this audition pretty, probably too seriously, but I'm super excited about it. Thank you. That's all. Kaylin? Yeah, I got nothing. You're going right. to be with me! <laughs> you already plugged it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to plug it again. I don't even really know anything about it. Just that you're driving me. So, that's cool. <laughs> Thank you. Play the outro music. <laughs> <laughs> that was Kaylin's Corner. Yeah, it was. That was Kaylin's Corner. Hello. Yay! Good times. Once again, people have been like, they've... A lot of people have written in with their suggested edit points <laughs> for that. I don't know if we should take it's any of them seriously. Them just yourself. letting you know that there's people have a lot of feelings about Listen, it. Listen, people, it was organic. Can, what do you want from us? How could they just not love it? I don't yeah. know. It's great just the way it is. I think it you're is. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what? Some people enjoy douche chills. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, and I love you. And thank you all for doing the show with me. And I will talk to you later. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we got to go. and Rose and Show.
Digital. Now that the show's over, remember to go to naturebox.com and order great-tasting healthy snacks at 50% off. Forget the vending machine and get in shape for summer with healthy, delicious treats like barbecue kettle kernels. Support this podcast and get 50% off your first month. Go to naturebox.com slash allison. That's naturebox.com slash allison. Now that the show's over, don't forget to check out Blue Apron. Blue Apron sends gourmet recipes and all the fresh ingredients you need to make them right to your door. Go to blueapron.com and see what's on the menu this week. To get your first two meals free, make sure you go to blueapron.com slash allison. That's blueapron.com slash allison. 